What is up, you guys? My name is Sabrina, and I get to be one of the hosts for this podcast on fire. For those who are new here, for those who are coming back, welcome. I'm so excited, so thankful, so grateful, and so stoked that you guys are tuning in for today's amazing, amazing episode. But before we do anything else, I just want to say happy late thanksgiving i hope everyone had a very great thanksgiving i think my dog did because she is barking again um i hope that you guys had a great great thanksgiving i hope the food was amazing i hope you ate some good turkey some ham i know yesterday me and my family had some tamales which was amazing i hope that you got to spend some time with your families again if those opportunities are able to happen i'm always here to share your my thanksgiving with you and inviting you into this podcast inviting you into my family and my brother and sister christ family um yesterday if you're a Dallas Cowboys fan, you want if you watch the game, if you're not a Dallas Cowboys fan, then I don't know what the frick you're doing. You need to change teams right now. I'm just kidding, but yesterday we um my family not only celebrated Thanksgiving, but we got to watch the um Dallas Cowboys take the dub. Uh, shout out to my Dallas Cowboys team. I freaking love them. They have their up and downs, but um I'm still loyal, I'm still gonna be with them till the end. Uh, it was just an amazing, amazing time with my family, just watching the game, eating great, great tamales, eating great food. I also made the cornbread. I made cornbread this year, and I was really hoping that it was tasting, that it would taste really good. And surprisingly, it did. I was very proud of myself. So I'm like Chef Ramsay over here, you know what I'm saying? But um, I did create Thanksgiving content. Um, I recorded what I did throughout the day, like what my morning team you know not my morning routine but like just pretty much what i did the whole entire day thanksgiving yesterday um i it's not uploaded yet but it will be on tiktok so for those who don't follow the tiktok make sure you go follow that because i do post on there about what i do what trips and just kind of behind the scenes on a lot of things which is upcoming um but yeah i will be posting that sometime this weekend or on sunday depending on how long i take on the editing and how consistent i can be on that but yeah i just wanted to give a quick shout out sorry i just want to give a quick shout out for the thanksgiving thing um for thanksgiving meals and everything and i hope that everyone had a great day yesterday um but jumping back into topic (laughs) as you can tell we're in part seven of the message series titled examples of obedience um now for those who have no idea what this um message is about it's pretty self-explanatory just sharing examples from the bible specific characters and kind of just sharing their story just a tad bit of their story and their um walk of obedience towards god um for those who are very new to christ and starting the relationship with god um, i pray and hope that this message series kind of plants a seed in your heart just kind of opening that up and showing you and encouraging you on how obedience looks like with god and for those who've been on their journey for a while with god i hope that this is a good reminder <laughs> a good reminder to the holy spirit that um you can you stay consistent that you don't lack obedience in christ because it is very very important when you're walking with god because many many things could happen within you around you to other people when you are walking in obedience towards god which i will talk a little bit more about in the next episode we are one more part away from finishing this message series but um last episode we did part six we talked about paul's obedience well the apostle paul's obedience and kind of just sharing 
how he had a bunch of haters, okay? He was persecuted, he was beaten, he was spit at, he was thrown, you know, everything. But he continued to walk in obedience towards God, and that is a very beautiful story to learn about. And just kind of like, dang, like Paul's G. <laughs> Paul never gave up, so if you guys are curious about that, make sure you go check out last episode, which I posted on Tuesday. And when you're done, make sure you come back here because you don't want to miss out on today's amazing episode because we are talking about Jesus' obedience. I wanted to save the best for last, to save, saving the best character out of the whole Bible <laughs> for last. Now, as you can tell, Jesus' obedience, his show, he shows the ultimate obedience with God. Like that, Jesus is the top, top g so today we're just gonna be sharing a little bit about him and what his obedience looks like and again just his obedience towards god you could find jesus story in the four gospels which is in the new testament the four first books of the new testament matthew mark luke and john um as new believers and new people in christ um a lot of people were encouraged to read the four gospels before everything else because it talks about Jesus and it kind of gets you the understanding and just kind of an introduction, you know, the fun part, just already introduced to Jesus. Like that's um, most encouraged to read when you're walking with Christ in the beginning. Um, but without further ado, let's just go ahead and jump right into today's episode because I'm already blambling, babbling. Yeah. Anyways, so Jesus, for a lot of you have heard the name Jesus in the name of Jesus. <laughs> a lot of you had heard Jesus. A lot of you may not have heard a little bit about his story, but just for a little info, um, his parents were Joseph and Mary, descendants from the King David. He was born in Bethlehem, raised in a town called Nazareth in Galilee. Now, in the book of Matthew, it kind of gives his gene- genealogy, his like ancestry and where he was come, you know, like Abraham, da 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 Noah, da da well, yeah, just in that that line where it just kind of shares his um, ancestry. And in the book of Matthew, it actually talks about the baby massacre that Herod the Great, that was um, king of Judah at the time, commanded all babies from two years and younger to be killed. And it, it's literally the same thing that happened with Moses. I talked about Moses in this message series and kind of just shared how he also had to go through the same thing where, like, they were ordered to kill, like, all babies. And in the book of Luke, an angel came to Mary, who was a virgin, and obviously I know the Virgin Mary, and told her about the coming of Jesus. In Luke 1, um, verses 31 and 33, it says, You will conceive and give birth to a son. You are to call him Jesus. He will be great and will be called the Son of the Most High. The Lord God will give him the throne of his father David, and he will reign over Jacob's descendants forever. His kingdom will never end. Now, that was just a prophecy more thing that was given to mary just letting her know that she will give birth to a son that god will give her okay so she was a virgin when she was pregnant with um jesus um that's for a different topic so i can go more in depth about that but again for the sake of time for the sake of your ears i will not do that okay but this was obviously he the angel told mary mary was like contradicting about it she was like what do you mean like i'm literally a virgin what are you talking about the angel's like don't even worry about it like for the lord has favor in you that you're going to do this you're going to do that and she was like all right big bet so obviously she gives birth to jesus they were to call him Emmanuel, god with us call him jesus the messiah she gives birth he grows up blah 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 right so he was already called 
in the beginning. He was already called in the womb. Obviously, God knew us before we were in the womb, as it says in the Bible. But he had a calling right before he was born. And so, as so is us, okay? Like, we are also called before we were, before we are even born. For we, before we were even thought of, okay? So, the purpose of Jesus is a lot, a lot of things, okay? Jesus had a lot. He had a lot of things in his play, okay? He had a to-do list. He was marking it left and right. He was a busy, busy man. Let's just say that. So, Jesus not only came to fulfill the prophecy from the Old Testament, because a lot of the old prophets, a lot of the old prophets, a lot of the old, oh, I said it again, a lot of prophets from the Old Testament were prophesying over the coming of the Messiah. Now, a lot of people probably misinterpret that. But it was a lot of prophecies coming from the Old Testament, and he was not only coming to fulfill that, but also to accomplish many things, many tasks that were given by the Heavenly Father, by our Heavenly Father, which is God. In Luke 4, um, Luke chapter 4, verse 18 and 19, it says, The Spirit of the Lord is on me because he has anointed me. Again, this is Jesus speaking, so let me repeat that again. The Spirit of the Lord is on me because he has anointed me to proclaim good news to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim freedom for the prisoners and recovery of the sight for the blind, to set the oppressed free, to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor. So this was Jesus telling the disciples, telling the people that God has anointed me for I'm here to proclaim the good news, to set people free, to give people their sight back, to um to heal people from blindness, deafness, the mute, you know, the paralyzed, the sick, everything. I'm here to heal them, to proclaim the good news, to proclaim about Jesus, to ha- to allow people to feel freedom, to allow people to have the hope in God. Again, providing a way for people to come to God, okay? So this was Jesus committed to God's task. This was Jesus' obedience to God because, again, we're supposed to follow the commands of God. And I wanted to share this quick thing. Um, I was in Bible study on Wednesday because at my church, we do Bible studies every Wednesday at 6. And we were talking about the ministry of deliverance. Now, for those who don't know deliverance, um, I can do another episode about that. But we were talking about deliverance and that ministry and what that looks like and how we're called to deliver people, how we're called to study the ministry of deliverance. And there we went, and I believe it was Isaiah, in the book of Isaiah, I believe 61, verse 3, I believe. I could be wrong. My phone just like buzzed, but I could be wrong. I know it's Isaiah and it was talking about how the prophet Isaiah said that the Lord has anointed me, that the spirit is upon um, the people, the spirit is upon him. And that right there kind of stuck out to me when I was reading this quick verse where it says the spirit of the Lord is on me because he has anointed me. That And then Isaiah talks about how we're supposed to bring comfort. We're supposed to heal people. We're supposed to be there for people, you know, how we have that authority to do that. And when I was just reading this, it kind of just, I was like, oh crap, hey, that's literally what I just read. And Isaiah, obviously in the Old Testament, was in a prophet. So he was also, also prophesying the coming of Jesus, if that makes sense. But that was just like a little clicker, like a little light bulb that just went on in my head and i feel like i had to share that but anyways so jesus was committed to god's task jesus was committed to being obedient because we are called to follow god's commands whatever he's saying whatever he says we need to follow and something i learned in the midland trip uh, my student pointed out shout out my nephew 
Uh, he said, when the cloud moves, we move. The cloud being God, the cloud meaning the circumstances of like God's telling us to move, we need to move. We need to follow God. In John 5, 19, this is what Jesus is saying. He was very truly, I tell you, the son can do nothing by himself. He can do only what he sees his father doing because whatever the father does, the son also does. In John six thirty eight, for I have come down from heaven, not to do my will, but to do the will of him who sent me, the will of God. Because he was saying the will of him who sent me, meaning God. In John twelve forty nine, for I do not, I did not speak on my own, but the Father who sent me commanded me to say all that I have spoken. Again, providing a way for the people to come to God, which was, I personally feel that wow, that whoa, that was Jesus' main purpose to find a way, providing a way, providing a path, clearing the path for people to come to god he was allowing it to happen he was allowing the ways just pretty much spreading the red sea he so the israelites can have a way to get to the land of canaan and the book of joshua as well he split the jordan river so that they can provide a way to go to the land of canaan god provided that way so the israelites can go through and as jesus came down jesus was that way that red sea spreading that river um splitting jesus was that way so that we can go to god i hope that makes sense <laughs> i was rambling all that just now and i hope that really makes sense but god jesus was doing what god had commanded again he was doing the will of his fathers not of his will because again he he came down in human form he came down in the flesh and our flesh is of the world so when we die our flesh isn't going to go to heaven our spirit our souls are going to go to heaven but our flesh will not our flesh will die here because it is of the world and the flesh desires what the world wants so yes jesus was tempted jesus was human so he understood the temptations and everything again for a different topic but jesus was doing the will of the father he had the body flesh he had flesh of the world so obviously there was temptations but he was not going to lean on his own understandings okay because again he was learning as he was going as well he was given the knowledge and understanding through the holy spirit to and the wisdom to preach to these people to proclaim the good news to invite them into the kingdom of god he was just doing everything that god was telling him to do again in john twelve forty nine. Yes, 49, for I did not speak on my own, but the Father who sent me, God who sent me, commanded me to say all that I have spoken. Again, he was being led by the Spirit, and he acted on it, being led and acted on, again, obedience, just providing a way for people to come to God. And another way, not only is it proclaiming the good news, not only is it healing people and just doing this and doing that for the kindness of his, for the love of God, but also dying on the cross and resurrecting. Jesus predicted his death three times in the Bible. In the four gospels, Jesus tells the disciples about his time coming, okay? He didn't tell them specifically like, yo, I'm about to go die on a cross and then I'm gonna get like resurrected in like three days. Don't even worry about it. He didn't tell them any, any of that. He didn't tell them the specific time, specific day. He didn't say who was gonna do it, where it was, I was going to be on the jury if I was going to be found guilty and this and this and that. He didn't say any of that. Just more of letting them know that he wasn't going to be there with them forever. He just kept saying, my time is not yet. My time is coming. And in those times, he was preparing the disciples, preparing other people, just doing the most that he can until he came. And I call it the Jesus time. I'm not going to lie. I just kind of summarized it to the Jesus time because he didn't specifically say when. He just kept reminding them that the time was coming and the time was coming. 
So this was the last hours of before Jesus' death um, where they went and had the Last Supper, um, which is, again, you can find it in the four Gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. So this is the last meal with his disciples. He tells them about the betrayer. Again, doesn't say specifically who. Uh, he, would tell, he tells them about the, tra- the betrayer, um, which is known as Judas, and who was going to disown him three times. Again, he didn't tell them who it was, but we all know now that it was Simon Peter. He was also going around washing the feet of the disciples, just showing service, the gratitude towards them because he knew that it was his last time, but they didn't know why or what the freak was going on. Then he also talks about the um, breaking of bread and wine meaning and how that equals communion for those who don't know what that means. Again, the bread meaning the body of Christ and the wine meaning the blood of Christ and how we do that as communion. Um, after that, they went to the they went to a garden garden of gethsemane oh i really suck with these names we again is in the four gospels and after the meal jesus and disciples went into this garden but jesus went off by himself you know alone just kind of just praying to god and just kind of making sure that this is what god he was like all right god you know this is it i really need you right now so he was just praying to god on his own and the disciples being disciples they fell asleep they were like yep mm -hmm." so while jesus went off they were supposed to stay awake and on guard but they fell asleep and jesus came back and he told them to get up and pray they need to be um awake and prepare they need to get up and praise the lord and all that good stuff hey if you haven't heard it get up and pray (laughs) get up and pray it doesn't have to be a physical sleep if you was slacking get up and pray right now hey pause this episode if you have to and pray like do it right now i highly highly encourage it and when you're done come back and listen (laughs) so that's when the disciples with judas came and appeared and arrested jesus now this was the crucifixion of jesus with jesus was already being arrested he was already hank not handcuffed but you know in the jail cell going to trial to trial to see if he was convicted of you know different things you know false things people were lying on his name but for hours and hours, days to night, Jesus was mocked, beaten, spitting on, whipped, and was convicted guilty and was hung on the cross. Jesus prays to God and asks God to forgive the people who crucified him, which is found in Luke 23:34. He calls out to God. He tells John, the disciple, to watch over Mary, the mother of Jesus. And Jesus says to God, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Which is found in Matthew 27, 45-46. And then an hour later, Jesus finally finally says the final words that he can ever be spoken of in john 19:30, he says it is finished obviously the homie jesus you know died on the cross they put him in a tomb jesus was placed in the tomb for three days this is known as easter you know the passover everything okay uh, this is why we celebrate easter um again for a different episode uh yeah <laughs> my dog Jesus was placed in the tomb for three days, but rose. He appeared to his disciples and stayed on earth for 40 days and teaching and ministering to the disciples and then ascended to heaven. So for those who have no idea what I just said, <laughs> he was he did die. He didn't surely die. Okay, he was there in the tomb for three days. Tres días, he was there in the tomb, but he rose. He got up. He was awoken, okay? He appeared to his disciples and stayed on earth for 40 days. You can find this in Acts 1, 3, 
In Luke 24 to 50 to 51, where it talks about Jesus staying on earth for 40 days after he had died and risen. Okay, so he came back to life. He stayed with the disciples again, teaching them how to build the church and what that looks like. And that's what the whole book of Acts is about, building the church, about Paul, the disciples, and everything like that. Okay, so if you want to learn more about Acts, make sure you go there because it does it, it's a very good book, I personally feel like. So there Jesus was. He died. He rose up because death could not hold him. Mm-mm, death cannot hold him. He woke up. He said, I am here. He said, y'all thought I, <laughs> y'all thought, <laughs> oh my gosh, I'm not going to say that, but he was like, y'all thought I was dead. Nah, he's like, I'm alive. He's like, y'all thought, he was, he was like, it's a prank, bro. It's a prank. <laughs> but anyways, Jesus' obedience shows him what it truly means to truly submit to God's will, even when it means facing immerse, immense suffering it's the same thing as paul paul knew that he was going to die a death that was not very beautiful i mean no death is very beautiful but it was not it was not fun but he continued to continue with the obedience of god because he knew that god was always going to be with him that he was never going to leave him and people may sit back and think like oh if god was with him you know why did he die everything has a purpose okay everything has a purpose and i personally feel like god was with paul no matter what Paul knew that he was going to die a death that was not great, but he was fully committed. He was okay with that. And I feel like that all comes with acceptance. We have to accept the will of God just as Jesus. Jesus could have easily backed out, but he couldn't. He wouldn't. He chose not to. He was human. Again, he could have fell for the um, Satan's temptations and when the Satan tempted him three times. He could have fell for those. He could have stopped. He could have given up, but he didn't because he knew he was going to be the change for all people of all mankind. For us, I mean, I wouldn't be sitting here right now if it wasn't for Jesus. I wouldn't be preaching the word of God. I wouldn't be making an episode for you guys if it wasn't for Jesus. I mean, all glory and honor goes to him. Jesus' sacrifice on the cross demonstrates God's love for humanity and the importance of obedience in our relationship with him. Because, again, Jesus is the ultimate example of obedience to God. He provided a way for us. He provided that path. He split. Jesus was the splitting of the Red Sea so that me, me and you, my family, your friends, and everyone may walk through it and walk in abundance, walk in obedience to the will of of god because that is so so important if the bible like literally you're walking in obedience right now like you are listening to a podcast which is something encouraging which is something motivational it is spiritual life leading it is spiritual encouraging spiritual growth that is obedience because you're listening to something that is of the word of god when you go to sunday church that is obedience when you are showing an act of love if you're forgiving someone if you didn't cuss today or you didn't fall into temptation or you quit the addiction and you're continuing your walk if you read if you pray if you just showed any kind of god's love through your heart through the holy spirit that is a small act of obedience and i feel like a lot of people mistake to making it big and to making it like this grand thing no it's the smallest thing that god sees and in god's eyes it's a big big thing so again jesus is the ultimate example of of the obedience to god in philippians 2 8 it says this is one of the letters that paul wrote and he's talking about jesus he said and being found in appearance as a man jesus came as a human form he humbled himself by becoming obedient to death even death on a cross 
He humbled himself. God humbled himself by becoming obedient to death. He accepted the fact that he was going to die. He will, He allowed it. He wanted that to happen because he knew that he was going to provide a way for that. He was going to be a way into the king. That we were going to be able to go to the kingdom of God through him. Because as it says in the Bible, I don't know how to say it exactly. But no one no one has access to the kingdom of heaven unless it's through, through, through Jesus. So we're able to have a relationship relationship with God because of Jesus. Jesus loved us so much that he wanted us to have the Father's presence around us. He wanted us to uh, ex- um, to be allowed into the kingdom of heaven. And that's where I ended off today on Philippians 2.8. And being found in appearance as a man, he humbled himself by becoming obedient to death, even death on a cross. So that's where I ended it. And I hope that you guys enjoyed today's 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 episode. It might seem a little short, especially when we're talking about Jesus. Again, Jesus can go on and on, okay? I can talk about Jesus all day if I want to. But um, just for the sake of time and for the sake of your ears, I will not. Because there are different things that Jesus does and says that are for, like, different topics. And I don't want to spoil it all in one episode, okay? I want to take my time and take your guys' time to dive into the Word just a little bit more and keep you guys interested, you know? So thank you guys for tuning in for today's amazing, amazing episode. I hope that um, Jesus' obedience kind of just shares the importance of what he did, why he died, why he rose, what was the purpose of all this and everything like that, and how he was the ultimate example of obedience. Um, Make sure you follow all the social media platforms, again, the TikTok, the Instagram. Uh, Subscribe to the YouTube channel as well for those who are listening on YouTube. Hola. (laughs) Um, Thank you for listening on the YouTube channel uh what else am i missing oh yeah reach out on the social media platforms for any special um episode requests if you guys want to hear more about specific things that i've said make sure you comment that below and i will get back to you on the episode for any prayer requests i would love to be praying for you remember we are in we are a family i'm not just speaking the word of god and just leave y'all hanging no i will be praying for you guys so any prayer requests you love to sit in please send in and i would love to get together and pray with you on that but other than that (laughs) thank you guys for tuning in i hope you guys have a blessed blessed rest of the thanksgiving week and i hope to talk to you guys next week Bye bye